I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. Lee Mack on Absolute Radio. Yes, good morning, Absolute listeners. This is Lee Mack, standing in for Frank Skinner. I'm here, as ever, with Emily and Gareth. Thanks for having me back. Um, I'm thanking you to, like, you just We make didn't really decisions. have a choice, to be honest. You're you were given, on us. Yeah, you're given... You're a bit like um, foster children, aren't you? You're, you're, <laughs> you don't pick your parents, do you? You're given to somebody, whether you like it or not. Yeah. That's why we have so many abandonment issues. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. True. We're like those glamorous foster children you see on the back of the bus. <laughs> <laughs> the really good-looking ones. Are they the glamorous? Mm. Are they the, the yeah. face of foster kids? Yeah. yeah. Why are they on the back of a bus? Because they're so good looking. What they, what they do? Are they advertising? Yeah, them? advertising fostering. I'm not sure they are. Oh, you mean they're advertising the benefits of being a foster parent? They're not bu- saying. What bus is this? <laughs> Who are you caught in is that, Can anyone look after this one? <laughs> yeah, they're not yeah. not an actual child on the back of a bus. Yeah, they're not clinging on, going, you know, please look after me. <laughs> this is how I fill the day. So, what have you been doing, Lee? Well, you said that in a slightly accusatory tone. <laughs> well, you right. didn't turn up to what my party. What are you party? doing with that bag with blood coming out of it? <laughs> I, I, I didn't come to your party last week. Happy birthday for last week. No, thank you, but you did send me a nice text. I did. I said, um, I said to whom it may concern, <laughs> I will not be able to come to the thing you've invited me to. It's a generic thing I send around at the moment. Yeah. Um, was it good? Did you have fun? It was good. I know. It's not polite to ask a lady her age, but if, you, if it was a special occasion, I'm assuming it was a round figure. Was it? Um, how dare you? I'm not saying you've got a round figure. I mean, the age is around me. Well, I have. Um, it was a nice evening, but it was oh, stressful. That question very well. well. I, have, I do avoid it. We can't discuss well, my it's age a round figure. We can say it's a round figure. <laughs> no, you can't say that. I think it's. A sh- I'm not. I'm not. I'm not risking it by saying you're not ten or twenty, am I? <laughs> Those round figures. You don't celebrate the tenth, do you? I'm not talking like about Like you do that. with all the other ones ending zero. <laughs> I think you do, Because when yeah. you do your 20th, your 30th, double and your figures. 40th, and your 50th are big birthdays, but your 10th mm. seems to just pass by. Oh, I had a big party for yeah, that. Yeah, double figures. In fact, why do you miss out the 20th and go straight to the 21st? What's all that about? Anyway, you're, tell us what you've it's been like doing. like a really bad, pathetic version of Jerry Seinfeld, eh? Didn't you go What's on What's all that about without with, <laughs> you're missing your 21st? <laughs> That's a terrible bit of observational comedy. <laughs> So, yes. Tell me about your holiday. Well, I went, I went camping this week. Okay. Well, not camp, carav, car, camper vanning. I did hear about this. I was a bit appalled, but anyway. I, I'm, I'm a bit of an earth father. Can you say <laughs> oh, that? God. Is that a phrase? I've invented a phrase, earth father. <laughs> you can't say father. that just because your kids are dirty all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I decided I wanted to get away from it all. So I went and uh, I wanted to, I decided I wanted to book a camper van. You know, the old Volkswagen camper van type things. So I searched online. I had, I had, this is this to me is perfect. Uh, the, 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 this, I'm going to promote this business. This is how good they were. Mm. It was a couple in Dorset, and they got this van, uh, and it was called V Dub Camper Hire. Right? That's right. the name of the. I know you're not supposed to plug people mm. uh, on on the radio, but they were brilliant because what I did was I picked this van up. I turn up in this field. It's like eleven o'clock at night. Oh, you had I've me got... at field. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, you say that when blokes are chatting you up, don't you? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I know this field, love. You had me at field. <laughs> and uh, I went there. No food uh, in, in, the, in the local pub. They stopped serving food at eight, as far as I'm concerned. That's a criminal offence. That was nice for the children, t- dragging them to the pub. No, no, it's on my own. Oh, OK. On your own? My... Some serial killer going on holiday on your no, own? No, with my friends. I've got, oh, okay. I didn't go on my own <laughs> to the middle of a field, did I? I'm not a lunatic, right? But... There's pubs stop serving food at 8 o'clock. Now, as far as I'm saying that, I've never understood the mentality of why 
if it either makes money to sell food or it doesn't make money. If it mm. makes money, keep doing it. You're a business. You don't go into a shoe shop and go, we're not selling shoes, it's after four o'clock, mm. do you? you? You either do something for business or you don't. And they'd stop serving food. So I turn up at the field, 11 o'clock at night, I've got no food. I look inside the fridge of the camper van. Yeah. The couple have only provided me with eggs, bacon, bread, beer. Are they swingers Smarties. or something? <laughs> no, why do they swingers? Well, I don't know. It was like very hard to please you. Well, they didn't come with me. That would have oh, been yeah. odd. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been very odd, wouldn't it? If I said, I looked in the fridge and they were in there. <laughs> that would have been very, very, very strange. But, um, so, yeah, so we're talking about, and the reason, the reason I mention this is because today mm. we're going to talk about something else I'm doing. As a result of this, I really like the idea. I told my wife, let's go camping. I loved it. She said, she's not a massive fan of camping. So we're doing this thing where you do glamorous camping, which I believe is called glamping. And that is one of the subjects we're talking about this morning. Glamorous camping. You, you don't understand the concept of glamorous. Well, of course I don't, because there is no such thing. It's an oxymoron. That's that's more that, of that later. <laughs> more of that later. Absolute radio. Hello, yes, Lee Mac uh, here mm-hmm. still on Absolute Radio. A bit confused, and I thought we went into an advert, uh, and then then we didn't go into an advert. Can I just say, I just read out. I said, Can you just got do an advert? <laughs> and then maybe my mind is now tuned into advert, and I can't now. That's why my brain works. If my brain's thinking advert, no. You want me to do an advert? Well, I'm a bit like that. I'm waiting on 0898 for your call. Oh, wait a minute. No, don't (laughs) plug your phone numbers on here. I thought I recognised that voice. (laughs) You know what Lee said during that break? I said, oh, we've had an email in from a bloke. And you went, oh, a bloke, forget it. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah. I'm I'm the... uh, you know, I'm the woman magnet on this show. That's why I'm here for. I'm <laughs> to attract a more female listenership. That's why I've been brought in. <laughs> I know you're so not. Uh, you know, they're trying to. You know, they're trying to bring up the, the, the demographic of the women, and they brought. What more do you want than a nice, soft northern tone to do that? <laughs> so if there's any women listening, yeah, can you imagine, that? imagine now. if that was the link. Hi, this is Lee Mack, and if there's any women listening, you listen in. <laughs> uh, Eight twelve fifteen. Now we're talking about. Uh, we're talking about before uh, that. We're talking about uh, camping. camping. Yeah, glamping. glamping. Which I, I, before we even get onto the subject, yeah. I hate. That. You know, when you say to people, I've been saying to people, we're going camping, but it's in a really posh tent. And they go, oh, yes, glamping. And about five people have said it to me, I'm like, that's a word that now exists and we must all say it. Well, yeah, get with it, Grandad. The language is changing. That's well, called a portmanteau. When you, so, like Brangelina. That's a portmanteau? Just, yeah. Is that what it's called? It's based on an old, yeah, a piece of luggage with two compartments in it. So if you put two words together, it's a portmanteau. Like two bits of old leathery luggage. That's one of my baby right. names, Portmanteau. Is it? I'm going to call a child. Sounds a bit. Sounds a bit like a man with gout, Portmanteau. Very <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Thank you. <laughs> You're bringing up the level of this show, Gareth. I like yeah, that. I'm trying. You really I'm are. Trying. There's me trying to attract uh, <laughs> the women with my northern charm, and you're you're attracting the men. That's great. <laughs> so, um, Thank you. so yes, glamorous camping, right? Yeah. Now, um, I like this idea, but you don't, do you? I don't like any idea of camping. I last went camping in 1981 and I rang my mother and I said, I will never do that again. I'm not sleeping on a rough surface again. And I haven't since. <laughs> not sleeping on a rough surface? <laughs> yeah. What do you mean a rough surface? Surely it was a nylon fly sheet. Gareth's completely lost yeah. it now. Um, nylon fly sheet? No, it was like a, one of those sleeping bag nylon things. Yeah, it was horrible. It's on the ground. You don't any more a... like a princess if you tried. I'm not <laughs> sleeping on a rough surface again. Was it, perhaps there was a tiny little pee under those eight mattresses <laughs> ru- ruined your night's sleep. I don't know. I've I've met some of the men you've been out with. Some rough surfaces there. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Um, Lee, you should try yurting if you fancy posh-ish camping. We stay in Mongolian yurt, which are amazing inside in a field in Petersfield. It was great, Dino. I'd better point out Gareth reading an email. <laughs> Otherwise, you just sound like a lunatic because you suddenly told me some information I didn't ask for and you put on a strange voice. Lee, you should try yurting. I like to go yurting with my wife is what I like to do. Where did that come from? Yeah, we read that email oh, sometimes on this show. Okay. <laughs> yurting? What, what's yurting? Oh, yurting's the plastic. Are the, are they, what are they? Like, no, that's like those big... That's, that's glamping, essentially. You have a wood-burning yeah. stove in there, and you have, yeah, like a posh tent. Yurt. But if you don't like camping, then glamping's for you, isn't it? Because that's not, you're not sleeping on, on the rough no, surfaces. No, if you don't like camping, the Hilton Hotel is for me. I think you'll find. <laughs> well, compromise. Set up a tent in room 24 stay, at the Hilton Hotel. I don't stay anywhere where I have to go to the toilet in a bucket but, and, and <laughs> wake up with wolves. That's not what I do. You wouldn't want to come around my house. <laughs> you don't have to go to the toilet in a bucket. That, that's, not the, that's not the idea. Okay, of, in a bush, you're but, spoiling us. Yeah, I was going to say, if you're in a tent, yeah. right... Then, why wouldn't you just get out and go in the bush? Why would you? That's if you find that unsavoury. Surely it's more unsavoury to go. I'm not going in the bush. I'm not an animal. Give me that bucket. <laughs> Basically, I want a proper toilet. Is that too much to ask when I go on a holiday? And I'm just saying that wife of yours is actually quite nice looking. You're punching above your weight as it is. So I would say start <laughs> booking some mm. nice. Oh me, I thought you were to Gareth. <laughs> <laughs> Start booking a nice holiday. She's had some great holidays. Took oh. her to Butlins last week. <laughs> Absolute radio. We're talking about camping before, weren't we? Mm. Oh yeah. Yeah, we've got um, some um, texts about clamp- camping. Not camp- glamping. Glamping. That's a completely different subject. <laughs> oh, people have got is the wrong it, end of the stick. Is that is that what glamping is? Glamorous clamping. <laughs> yeah. You come back and it's got diamond studs on the clamp. What do our punters say? And um, they say, yes, I do glamping. We've got two tents: an Outwell Norfolk Lake and an Outwell Oklahoma. The small one has a fridge and cookers, while the big one is for sleeping, etc. I've never heard anyone say <laughs> the phrase two tents, apart from that old joke about the bloke who goes to the doctor and says, I feel like a wigwam and a teepee, and he says, you're two tents. I've never actually heard it said for real- in reality. Well, I've never heard that joke, which I was quite relieved about up until now. <laughs> You've never heard that joke? I hate jokes. What do you mean you hate And we've got another text. <laughs> um, sorry. Sorry, Gareth, continue. Um, hi, I've just been very unglamorous camping with a group of 120 kids. We had storms oh. and rain every day. Every item of clothing is wet. Well, that's the point of camping, though, isn't it? You've got to get wet. And... Oh, that sounds lovely. You don't, you're not having it at all, are you? No, of course I'm not having it. It's not one bit of you that can see the benefits of waking up at half six in the morning to the sound of birds tweeting and, and the smell of cows. No. Because I want fresh. I that's not. That's towels. not. That, there was going to be another word that I'm not allowed to say. That I'm not, I wasn't just one of these weird people that can't finish a sentence with the, with the correct lilt. Like the me. smell of cows. I want you know. MTV. I want fresh towels. Well, we've had. We've yeah, fresh towels. I want a man polishing my sunglasses on an hourly basis. You these get that are in the, hotels. Yeah. What kind of hotel do you go to where people polish very your nice sunglasses? Very nice ones. Very nice ones. Yeah. We've had a text in from Nick in Detroit, and he says, "Hello, Emily." Oh, hi, Nick. If you were good to go camping with a bow, where you zip your sleeping bags together and get <laughs> natural. But, you, oh, you mean a bow as in a man? Oh, well, yeah. a I thought it meant like to, to, not like an, bow an arrow, not an archery holiday. <laughs> oh, <no>. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you can get a double. You can zip the zip. Of course, you can. You can open yeah, it up and zip it. And you are more like more than likely change your mind about clamping and get to really like it. 
I think he's coming on to him. I think he sounds oh. a bit odd, this man. To be honest with <laughs> oh, I'm sure he's very nice. And don't go very nice. He can be odd and nice, can't you? I can't. Mm. I can't alienate potentials. <laughs> and don't go bathroom in a bucket. Just squat behind a tree. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> I'll take it. He's not saying he's a potential. This one. <laughs> oh, is this the same bloke? He, he lost me at squat. Yeah, so is he the same man from Detroit? Yeah. yeah. He started off so we well. Hey, you came to mind. <laughs> I'd zip my bags. He'd be like the bad person on Blind Date that they had to keep editing out. If you came camping with me, we'd zip our bags together. And you could have a great night before I give you my bucket to squat in. Cut! Can we go again, please? With number two. <laughs> so, um. Oh so, 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 what, Gareth, you've been camping? <laughs> yeah. Yes. What, what? Sorry, I'm t- giggling. T- t- tell us about I've been ca- Well, I went camping once and I made a friend on the. Ca- I went with my family. Oh, made congrats, a fr- you well done. <laughs> <laughs> And what, uh, what, <laughs> what, what was your, uh, what was your, what, you met a new friend, did you? <laughs> yeah. I, um, you're going to have to, my friend was called Robin. Right. He was, it he was, was a bird. He was from Birmingham. <laughs> right. He was a bird. And, um, we, and in the middle of the night, he was convinced. Is this an unsavoury story? He, no. <laughs> okay. Well, it doesn't involve squatting. Yeah. You do know this is a radio station. I'm not a counsellor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you want do you want to use a doll to show me where he um <laughs> Okay, carry on. I think well let's come back to this story. That, Gareth's uh. a bit traumatized by this. <laughs> we'll find out exactly what uh, Robin did to Gareth uh, after this by Adele. <laughs> Lee Mac on Absolute Radio. So you you were camping with Robin. This is with Robin, my friend Robin, who's mm. from Birmingham, and mm. in the middle of the night he was convinced that an earwig had crawled into his ear. Right, because of the name of the insect? Because of, yeah. I think or, he or his wig. What... He might have crawled into his wig. And wing. I think he felt like something had crawled into his ear. He right. thought it was an earwig. Right. And so we had to get my parents to come and shine what? a torch down his ear. What hole. sort of a wimp was but, he? But an earwig's yeah. quite a fair size. If an earwig crawled into your ear, there would be it... no doubt. You I wouldn't think, think there's an earwig in my ear. I think there's an earwig in my ear. Where was he from? An earwig crawled into He sounds like an awful Would you go camping with a young John Lennon? Yeah, so that was that, that story. So there was an he earwig, thought, an earwig went in his ear, and your parents yeah. came in with a torch, yeah. shined the torch and in his ear. Yeah, no earwig, no earwig. No, is that where the name earwig comes from? It, <laughs> I think it, it predates that. Is it anything event. to do with ears, earwigs? There'll be a reason why they're called know. earwigs. You always look at me like I'm Wikipedia. I don't know. That is not the look I'm giving you. I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, this week I, I had a gig. Right, we were going to talk about overhearing people. Yes, yeah. and I had a gig where. Um, I I was on first, and then I sat in the audience to watch the second person. For, for new listeners to Absolute Radio, we should point out Gareth is a stand-up comedian, as yeah, opposed to the people are now obvious. thinking, what kind of performer are you? They might think you're a drag act or a yeah, Chippendale or a tumbler, as they call them in India. That's what they call comedians yeah. in India. They call tumbler, them tumblers. Like a small cup. Yeah, they call them tumblers. I like the idea that we all just tumble around. Gareth, yes, mm. what happened at the gig? Yes, and I over. I point out for the listeners, uh, the gig means show. <laughs> Gareth <laughs> is a performer who did a show. Okay, Gareth, right. continue with the anecdote. Yeah. Okay. Um, I um, and I was sitting in the and I heard some guy say, "What do you think?" And the woman went, "Oh, it was all right, better than the first guy <gasps> talking about me." Were you the first yeah, guy? I was the first really? Guy. Oh, that wow! Hurt. What did you say? Well, I didn't say anything. I just because she didn't know. I assumed she didn't know I was there. 
So I thought I could confront her, but I didn't. You can't confront just... her. It's only an opinion on art, isn't it? I just I disappeared into the night. <laughs> but you can't, you know, you can't say, but I got I'm much better than him. That makes you as bad as mm. her. Because have you're you, giving, you, have you ever overheard people talking well, about you? Well, do you know what? Like I, have heard, I actually overheard someone talking about me to me. I went, I did a gig, right. a show. No, no, you've misunderstood and... over here. <laughs> oh, sorry, someone was talking to me. Is that yeah, different? Um, no, I was, uh, someone, someone said, how are you? you? That's weird, isn't it? <laughs> talking about me to me. That's odd. I said, why don't you say it to my face? I was in a dressing room, honestly, and uh, I was about to go on. Now, I was doing a preview for my tour that I'm currently on, available at leematlive.com. And I was... Oh, that's cheap. I was was chatting. This guy came in, and he was on first, right? And and, and, and I'd put on this night for... This is a support act. Well, I'd I'd rung up this club owner and I said, I want to do a night, try out the tour, let Mm. me go on. So I said, but do us a favour, fill the first half with with a couple of Mm. acts. You know, you book them. So he turns up, this guy, this American guy who's, who's just arrived in the country... And barges into the dressing room and goes, the money at this gig is terrible, isn't it? I went, oh, is it? He went, yeah, I've been paid X amount of money. It's terrible. You know who's getting all the money, don't you? It'll be that Lee Mack. Oh, no. Right? And because I'm very reserved and I hate confrontation. Didn't he know what you looked like? I just went along with it. I went, <gasps> yeah, not? probably. Anyway, <laughs> you didn't. Yeah, I did. Because I knew he'd, he was on first and he'd have been gone by the time I was on, so he'd never know. And he went, yeah, he, 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 people like him, they come in and they get all the money and then we get nothing. And I was going, yeah, I know he's... Bit of an idiot, you know. I just went along. I started <laughs> slagging myself off. Absolute radio. The killers smile like uh, you mean it, uh, which is an appropriate song, really, because it's talking about your birthday, and you have to mm. do a lot of that, don't you? You have to pretend to smile at your guests when really you're thinking, "I wish I was just away from all you people. Well, you're not just, my real friends." That's what you said off air. No, but it is stressful being a hostess. Um, and I'm not the first person to be saying that at 8am in Soho. I do find it difficult, though, because it's like you just worry about everyone having drinks, everyone talking, and then they come over to you, the people at the bar, and they say, oh, the tab's running low. Do you want to extend the, it? The tab? And you you think, did a tab in central yeah, London? Yeah, you're, you're You're quite rich, aren't you? No, I'm not. I just want to be liked. Don't you do what I do for big occasions? What? First drink free. After that, pay for it yourself. Oh, that's classy. N- nuts you can have for free. <laughs> Uh, sandwiches, or, or, or I actually sometimes say, "Can you, you know, we're having a barbecue? Please bring your, your own meat." <laughs> That's acceptable, isn't it? It's acceptable to ask people to bring their own meat. People to... turning up with a load of old sausages. How horrible! I say, to be honest with you, even if I say, you know, that thing if you have a big party, you say, "Bring, bring some meat and bring some beef." No, I don't know that thing because oh, I've I, never I, said bring some no, meat. No, I've not to lost someone. my roots. I always, do, I still do that. <laughs> I'll do that if I'm only having two people around for Sunday Sunday roast. I'll bring say, "Come meat. round, we're having a Sunday roast. Bring some uh, Brussels sprouts." <laughs> And, uh, and a pot of gravy. Cook it, though. I'm not, I'm not boiling it. I want to go. I want some Cook boil it. over the top. I don't want to do anything. I, all the different guests bring the food, and then I'll get one guest in early to lay the table. <laughs> and uh, I don't... I don't. Well, I had catering. Gareth came, didn't you, Gareth? Yes. It was lovely. Oh, he Sorry. was a good guest. It, it was, was very posh. It was a very posh bar. The yeah. barman, mm-hmm. when people ordered, like, a bottle of champagne... Oh, you were ordering a bottle of champagne? No wonder no. it cost oh, me so much. No, I didn't know that was going on. No, I watched other people ordering champagne. <gasps> were they? No, oh. they paid. Oh, no, they didn't. Who would have thought, thought those, money <laughs> people, have thought those people at your free bar would have ordered the most expensive drink? Who would have thought that? <laughs> Doesn't happen at my parties. Bring your own bitter. <laughs> but the, the, barman, the barman was getting the little champagne glasses, mm. and then to cool them, he would fill them up with gl- ice and water... And then cool the glass first. Oh, oh that's nice. And yeah, then put nice it touch. in. And yeah. then the guy answered, oh, could I have um, three more glasses? And so the guy got all the glasses out, started putting water in it, and he's like, no, can, you know, I just have the glasses, please. Oh, who was and that alcoholic thought, friend? <laughs> yeah. They... 
So, but you, you found it stressful. I just found it a bit stressful. What I didn't find, I did enjoy it though, and I did love my friends, but, and I loved the how attention. Many, many, I loved the you, attention. Did you do well with so presents? I had to pretend not to. They sung Happy Birthday, and I was like, stop it, stop it. But I loved it. Did don't you? stop it, don't stop it! <laughs> <laughs> and I did very well. I had a haul, I had a black bin liner full of presents. Did I was you? dragging through the streets. Did you like do Dick that Whittington. thing? Did you do that thing where you don't open the presents though because it's too embarrassing? No, take I did open them. Do you know why? In front of the people. I wanted to see the whites of their eyes when I got those presents. I wanted to see who'd got me what. Really, that's a good way of doing it. Yeah. What was your worst present? Oh, I couldn't possibly say. Well, you told me off air. You said it was from. Uh... <laughs> what was the best one? Yeah, I couldn't the... possibly say. Uh, All right. What was the what, medium? Well, the medium. One? Oh, I did get a really good one from Frank's girlfriend, Kathy. Yeah. She did cards for me. And she, she did what? She did cards for me, and she drew. It was all about aspects of my life on these on all these little cards for every year that mm. I, that I. Like flashcards. You got a homemade <laughs> card. No. Where was the bottle herself? of champagne and the, and the perfume? <laughs> you don't strap me as the kind of girl that it's going to get a piece of paper with some hand drawing on it. You go, that's my favourite present. No, but it was good. Was it nice? It was good. It was, was really it good? good. Yeah, that's yeah. better actually. I think that you should make people make you homemade presents because it's more effort involved. Don't you think? Yeah. Absolute radio. Oh, I wanted to talk about rom coms, Lee. Yes, you're, are you a rom com fan? Well, I like that in like... itself. I don't like the phrase. Oh. Rom- well, you don't like rom-com. It's like glamping, isn't it? Oh, it's a portmanteau it? yeah, word. It's well, it is. It and is it's, it? it's, why has that been allowed to happen, rom-com? Um, but apparently, rom-coms, there's an article in the paper saying that they can ruin people's love lives. Why is that? Because people watch rom-coms and they see people like, you know, Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan and all that kind of stuff, and they, their own love lives they find are found wanting because they can't possibly match up to these expectations. Well, I think that's a good point because they do, they tend to be, what they do is they, they, they'll get a couple together and they'll give them a problem, you mm. know, to try and solve. And, and they're trying to show the gritty side to relationships and then make it into a rom-com. So mm. they'll have, but it's always, it's not real problems, is it? The, the man and the woman will wake up in bed and the man will say, you know, I, I want to buy a dog. And Jennifer Aniston, because she's in all of them, will go, but I want a cat. And... <laughs> Comedy and shoes, and the marriage almost breaks up, but they get together and they become better people for it. But that's not the reality. If it was a real that relationship, is in my relationship. No, the real relationship problem is they'd wake up and one of them would have wet the bed. And, and then <laughs> oh they have my to, God! For example, for example, do you know it's my, how do you know it's not my wife that's wet in the bed? <laughs> very sexist of you. You know, so you know, or, or you've or you've done something very unsavoury, and and it needs what? to be discussed. And these things are addressed by Jennifer. Aniston. I like that. There's something more unsavoury than wetting the bed. <laughs> I'm so glad I'm not married to you. Well, you know, there's, there's a lot more things that I think wet in the bed is a very, uh, you know, in, in the old days, in the 1940s. It's and quite 90s, romantic. It was, it was, <laughs> a, it was a way of chatting up a woman, yeah. wasn't it? <laughs> I mean, maybe. Well, it could have been. What I, you know, I don't like about sick um, rom-coms is that always at the start, the woman is with a very nice man. Yes. Who's very sensible, yeah. got mm-hmm. quite a bit of money. And then she meets someone she really hates. Oh, they always yeah, hate yeah, them. Yeah. They always hate them. And she finds really irritating. And then, you know, they're Against getting... everything she believes in. Mm. Yeah. And, and then, she ends up going And then out. she ends up going My worst example of that, actually, is Titanic. She's got that lovely boyfriend. <laughs> Would you call that a rom-com? <laughs> yeah, well, sure. listen, just hear me out. Hear me out. You may have missed the point to that film. She's, she's got a lovely boyfriend. Yeah. She's in first class. Mm. And then she starts hanging out with some loser from coach, yeah. going down into some horrible basement where they have to do horrible awful dance. Thing in some smoky room, and, and she, she could have been stayed with him. Top floor with she the, uh, been saved. with the rich bloke. Yeah, was like... he saved? The man that she was. Oh should yeah, have been of course with. he was. He was on that lifeboat. Oh yeah, she should have, didn't yeah, she? Exactly. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Sweet Home Alabama's like that as well. She's you got seem a to watch quite a lot of them, Gareth. Do you like your rom coms, Gareth? Are you well, a rom com fan? Not really, I have to just watch them with with your boyfriend, my... <laughs> <laughs> Laura. Yeah. <laughs>
Um, yes, but she she's with a nice rich man, and then she goes off with a man who makes sculptures out of lightning or something. What, Laura? Oh, no, the man in <laughs> the man Sweet in, Home yeah, Alabama. Yeah. But they do always have, they have, there's such cliches as well, and there's always an angry father. And also there's usually a giant dog. No. Yeah, big yeah, giant like slobby dog, yeah. cute dog who, who you, you somehow you're supposed to feel like affection for but they, when dogs jump on the bed in films I just feel like going just get out the, get out the house you stink <laughs> you know, get out of my you know you can imagine what I'm like, if, if a dog stinks and I, you know, I'm the kind of bloke that works the bed imagine how smelly that dog is Lee Mack on Absolute Radio Lee Mack standing in, standing in for, I was going to say standing in Frank Skinner. Lee Mack standing <laughs> in for Frank Skinner. I'm not standing in Frank Skinner. That would be awful. <laughs> What's that on my shoe? Oh, it's only Frank Skinner. Uh, Lee Mack filling in for Frank, and uh, we're here with Emily and Gareth, and we've been talking about uh, things that you overhear yeah. about yourself, and uh, we've had some uh, texts on 8, 12, 15. We have. Um, we've had someone called Jewel in Hampstead saying, I went out with a guy and we had a row. I pretended to leave the house and hid behind the sofa. He went out to look for me. In the meantime, his parents came into the living room and started slagging me off for what seemed like forever. She had to stay hidden. She said, I stood up, I said hello, and I left. That's Surprised cool. to say he was dumped. Well, I think that's quite harsh. Why well, should he get dumped? The parents, the parents. Yeah. Dump yeah. the parents and keep the boyfriend, Well, they? exactly. Yeah, they were like, oh, I hate that girl. She's, Unless what she was saying was, oh, he said to me... That apparently when they're in bed and all that sort of yes, stuff. Yes, that's You what's don't happened. talk about that to your parents, do you? As if that had happened. Imagine that. Imagine overhearing your boyfriend's parents talking about what you did in bed because he was telling them that. Hey? That's that's image, isn't it? They were probably just like, oh, I hate that girl she's going out. And she's always hiding places. Yeah, behind sofas. Always hiding. And stuff like that. <laughs> Maybe they knew she was there and they thought, let's take this opportunity. Mm. We can't confront her. So we'll pretend we don't know she's there. She should have just said, what she should have done, she should have just stood up and said, oh, is Doctor Who finished? And then walked out. <laughs> That's what I'd have done. Just got past the moment and let her move on. Um, we've had another text in, Lee, which is about, you know you were saying that you turned up, you expected people to bring sort of pork chops to barbecues and things and sausages. Yes. So someone says, it's a northern, northern thing asking people to bring their own stuff to occasions. I always do, and my mum and dad do as well. See, I didn't know that. Isn't that interesting, the way you said that, like that was a negative? It's a northern thing. Um, <laughs> it's a northern thing. See, Lee, it's a northern thing. I just speak as I find. Well, that, it's, it's, it's a communal way of eating. You know, I'd, you bring yeah. food and you all sit around together. I've and, never uh, heard admittedly, of it. Admittedly, perhaps I push it too far when you go, no admission without meat. That's, <laughs> that's, a, that's probably pushing it too far. Yeah. But, but meat, if we call it meat and greet. to my house with a load of old Morrison's bags, they'd be showing the door. Really? I don't want food. I don't want your food. No. But when someone but comes your present, around... Yeah? Oh, yeah, I love my <laughs> That would be unacceptable. Not, but you know what I'm going to I'm going to combine those two things. Next time I come to your party, I'm going to buy you a present of meat all wrapped up. I say, don't open it till Tuesday. <laughs> 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 Little surprise for you in there. <laughs> um, but when someone comes around, don't you, they, you often say, oh, do you want me to bring anything? Yeah, yeah. And they always no, say, no. only yourself, <laughs> and then they laugh uncontrollably, yeah. don't they? <laughs> <laughs> because and if they don't say that anymore I've stopped doing it what I do is I post the meat through the letterbox and run off because they didn't say bring yourself so I assume I'm not invited but the pork chops are do you know what Lee you say about people laughing uncontrollably at things that aren't funny mm. I hate that when people do that in normal life because you know when it's your well you know it's my job to make people laugh you wouldn't know from this show but it is like when I hear people laughing just laughing mm. I think what a waste don't just Do you know laugh what I tell you what I find very disturbing? If people are smiling or slightly giggling to themselves in the street. <laughs> yes. Who are these people that are constantly smiling? You know, if people come towards you and you see them smiling, you think, what have you got to smile about? Are you so I always try about? and smile, I think smile, they just though. saw Lee Mack in the street. <laughs> I always think it makes me look more approachable if I smile. 
So I'd, I'd have a little Mona Lisa smile at all times, well, I assume. You're walking around the streets with an inane grin, yes. hoping that someone's going to come up to you and go, by Joe, madam, <laughs> you've got an enigmatic smile. What are you doing on Friday night? No. Got any meat? I've got to the party. It's not 1815, so you won't say, by Jove, madam. Well, I'd, I would be put off by a woman. I prefer a woman who walks down the street looking so depressed and miserable that if I go, all right, love, they might just have a little faint smile of hope about them <laughs> because I've brought a bit of rare sunshine into their life. Um, we've got Josie Long, talking of rays of sunshine, oh, like coming her. to people's lives. Little Josie Long, can I call her little Josie Long? She's tiny, yeah. she fits in my pocket. I think she'll be a nice new friend for me. She will be, she'd be a good friend I, for you. I think so. she might change you. And, and oh, gr- I don't mean change you. You're she's not going to like, put Josie Long in your pocket She's not trying to change again, you. She, no, but she, she would ground Emily, because mm. um, Emily needs grounding. I think Emily's far too um, aloof for national radio. Join us after this. <laughs> Absolute Radio. Josie Long is here with us. Josie Long Hello. is, uh, I was say, in the house. Because that's what DJ sometimes says. Josie Long's in the house. No, you said a bit sounds tragic. like she's not left home yet. She needs to get here quick. Josie Long, if you're in the house, you're late. Um, good morning, Josie. How are you? I was just saying, I know how you are. You're not well, are you? I'm, I'm a little bit peaky. Are you peaky? But I'm, I'm in good spirits. Well, I'm fighting it with every inch of my being. Do, uh, what, what is up with you? Actually, just, is it serious? Just, is it going to like, bring the tone down? No, God, oh, no. Right. It's just like a I'm little I'm thinking of the show, cold. not you. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, you, what's up with you? I've been telling people I'm fluey, but I really don't think I am. Oh, is it woman flu? Just a little bit, yeah. That woman <laughs> the flu. The woman you flu, know. yeah. <laughs> I yeah. like the voice, though. It's working I know, it's for me. Husky, it's good, yeah. She always sounds like that. No, normally I sound like a real girl. (laughs) (laughs) Just now, like now on the phone. You do. You have got quite a light touch voice, haven't you? Normally, not now. In fact, I said I introduced you before as Little Joseph. You're not actually that little, but you've got a little voice. Would that be fair to say? A sweet little voice. I'm not saying you're like a little dormouse. You're like a little borrower. (laughs) (laughs) A very funny little borrower. Better because that's um, that's not a pest. No, it's, it's not. A it's a, yeah, it suggests. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're going to wake up and your shoes will be mended. Was that the borrowers? Did they used to mend shoes, or was that the? Don't look at me, honey. Probably just oh. the steel in general, stuff, or yeah. just I'm out. I think you're thinking of the elves and the shoemaker. Oh right, elves. are they different to the borrowers? Yeah, I think so. Okay. <laughs> you say they're not pests. If they're called the borrowers, they must have taken things without asking. Well, as long as they give them back. back. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Borrowing. Is that what it's like? You borrow something and give it back. Basically, I'm small and I take liberties. Yeah, stop going on about the borrowers. <laughs> So, um, Josie, you're going up to Edinburgh, aren't you? Yes. And, uh, what, do you know when you go to Edinburgh, right? Where, where do you stay? Do you stay in a nice flat? Because we were talking about glamping before. You were, do you know about glamping? The glamorous camping. Yes. Have you been? I, right, I go camping quite a lot, and I like to think I bring in an air of glamour to everything that I do. Not in, like, a glamour model sense, in yeah. a, like, 1950s That's sense. all glamour. Yeah, but to be honest, that's not true. I just have an airbed. <laughs> oh, I respect you for the airbed. Oh my god, airbed, it changes everything. Have you yeah. got an airbed that you press a button and it inflates, or do you have to do the pump? With your foot? I have to do the pump, but I enjoy that. Do you remember the old school? You used to have to get down and blow into the thing for about two hours. <laughs> oh, awful! That? Some that old dad to... in a pair of Bermudas <laughs> blowing into the airbed. Awful. Oh, that's that's a horrible thought, isn't it? It's all changed now. Glam- glamping. <laughs> you get down, you inflate, and two hours later, you've got a four four poster bed that's been inflated. <laughs> yeah, it's brilliant. You're gonna love it. I feel like with camping, this part of my personality comes out that's normally quite hidden, which is I'm like a marshalling boss with the tent. Like, I'm really good at putting up the tent, but on the condition that everyone listens to me. Like, I yeah, get there and I'm like, right, yeah. you, no, you have to do this. I know this tent. You like to do it properly. Yeah, do it You're not absolutely. one of these people where it falls down in the middle of the night. Oh, my word, no. Do you Because my wife, I think, sometimes worries that someone's going to come with a pair of scissors and steal the children. <laughs> 
She has said that. And I have to keep saying to her, love, we haven't got children. <laughs> and it's really awkward. And she goes, not anymore. Not anymore. Since that person came with the scissors. What, the scissors And I go, look, they're 18 years old. They wanted to, perhaps they, the, 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 the clue was that the scissors were left inside. <laughs> they escaped, I say. They got out and went. But, um, are you worried? Because there's no protection in a tent, is there? You can't, you know, you're not gonna... You're not, it's not like a house. You don't think, if someone runs at a house, they fall over. There's a small uh, amount of protection. There's a canvas sheet. <laughs> I just realised how bad that is. If you run at a house, that's not a selling point for a house, is it? <laughs> if I was an estate agent and said, yeah, it's a lovely house, if someone was to run at it really hard, they'd just fall over. <laughs> oh, I'll take two. <laughs> Seriously, I ran at this this morning just to test it. Of course, uh, those new Barrett houses, you run at them, you go straight through them, rubbish. <laughs> If, or, so, or any of the popular house-making uh, manufacturers that are no, available exactly. on the market at, at the current <laughs> time. Um, I sometimes feel, but I, I think there's something quite womb-like about being in your little, your little canvas. In your little tent. You're very safe, you just think... That'd be nice, wouldn't it? A glamorous womb. If, you, if, if in the womb you were... <laughs> that, that, if you had kids, Emily, that's how your womb would be. It would be full of, like, chandeliers. Can you not talk and, about my womb? <laughs> oh, come on. God. Oh, it's always the same. When we're on her, don't talk about it. When you're off her, you never shut up about it. <laughs> Oh, the blooming womb again, I tell you. <laughs> Don't get me started. Absolute Radio. Oh, Lee Mac here on Absolute Radio. And uh, we've been talking about... Um, well, can I just say that was Van Morrison? Yes, if you want. And we've got... <laughs> Thank um, you for that. Well, Thank yeah. you. No, but we've got a text. <laughs> we've got a text. Yeah, thanks, Tim Westwood. Anything else? Says, can you play any... <laughs> I've got a text that's really good. It says, well, why did you, you want to say so adamantly that was Van Morrison? Yeah, you well, like, are you Van Morrison? Are you his agent or something? I'm tell you. <laughs> you didn't even mention Van's name. He comes in, he sings live. This is only supposed to take okay. a second. Okay, go on then. Can you play any song for all the lads in Morrison's in Cheshire? Thanks, mate, Colin Walsh. What is this? Lancashire Radio? <laughs> we don't do requests. It was Van Morrison and they worked in Morrison's. I couldn't pass that up. Of course, Cheshire. Did you say Cheshire? Hmm. Cheshire's not in Lancashire, is it? <laughs> Cheshire's famously in Cheshire. <laughs> <laughs> um, Josie Long is with us, uh, who's doing an Edinburgh show this year. W- where are you doing your show at, at Edinburgh? Which venue? Um, it's this cave. Is it? But it is legit. Oh. It's not just me going. I'm yeah. having that. For those that don't go to Edinburgh regularly, you better point out that that's not just. You're not like on the fringe of the fringe. You're not just working <laughs> in some. I'm not uh, an old bag lady. You don't do well in sunlight, do you? <laughs> <laughs> so you're doing the cave. Yeah, it's um, the just the tonic at the caves. Just the tonic. And it's uh, at seven forty p.m. If you if you fancy coming along, I'll be there as long as I have to pay. It's like I'll oh, be, well, you know, you I've don't been, have to. Oh, okay, you know okay. that no? conversation we had before about you bring your own meat to a party. I'll bring my own jokes. <laughs> You'll be standing back goes, um, okay, I have got a better one than that. Yeah, it's not, yeah. I, I love your jokes, but obviously I'm like, a, I'm like a vegetarian. I'm very specific. I've got my own dietary requirements. So as you're telling the joke, I'll be reading my own, but I'll make sure I laugh right at the right at the time and I'll look up. Oh, that's good. That'd be good, wouldn't it? I've brought my own, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, and you're doing that, and, and you're staying in, and are you, sh- are you doing that thing where you're sharing with like 100 comedians? I'm sharing with... Two comedians I'm really good friends with. No, they? three comedians I'm really good friends with. That was close. Two comedians I'm really good friends with, one I can't stand. <laughs> no, and, <laughs> and one person I don't know at all. Oh. Well, what, what, you're Can we say you've never met? No. What is this, some sort of blind date? They're thing, Australian, so I assume... Are they male or female? Oh, female. It's a lady house. Oh, it's going to be one it's of those ladies. loud ones. Yeah. Oh. She's going to be loud and she's she'll, be be bleaching, loud. she'll be bleaching her hair over the sink as yeah, well. Yeah. Oh, she'll she'll be bleaching and cause problems. She's going to come back. It's going to be her first Edinburgh. She's going to come from Australia. She's going to have a terrible time. She's going to bring the atmosphere down. Oh, and, uh, yeah. Might as well kill myself if, now. If you, if you listen over in Australia, have a lovely show. What's her name? <laughs> Steph. Steph. She's got her name, or have you not worked that out yet? I can't. 
can't remember let's surnames. Call her, let's call her Steph Brisbane, right? <laughs> Steph Brisbane will be on at the Edinburgh Festival and I've heard she's fantastic. <laughs> I think um, she'll be really nice. But uh, I live with um, Maeve Higgins and I've been living with her for Maeve. a few years. Yeah, she's an Irish I comedian. love the idea of Steph, Maeve and Josie. Like you've gone for the full darts team. <laughs> 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 is there an Ethel and a Frank in there as well? Nothing wrong with Frank as a name. I'm not saying it's an old name. I'm well, don't look at me like I'm his girlfriend. I thought you were Frank. <laughs> Sorry. Um, um, so, you, so, you, so you're going and, you, and you're looking forward to it. Are you excited or are you nervous? I'm, I'm ambivalent. Like, one day I'll be like, it's the best thing in the world. I'm going to have the best time. And the next day I'm like, it's gonna, people are going to kick me to ribbons. Is oh, that a phrase? That's a phrase, yeah. People are going to kick me. Well, it's not, but it's a phrase you can say on this. You know. <laughs> Maybe tear. Tear me to tear ribbons to and ribbons. then kick the ribbons. Kick, kick the ribbons out of you. It's going to be like that gym where people She's talking a load of ribbons. This one, well, you know, I think we know what ribbons means in this context, don't we? Yeah. I had the ribbons last night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a nice image, though, isn't it? But like a magician. No, it'd be like all coming out of different colours, and you go, uh, and now a rabbit. <laughs> um, so you look—that's great that you do that. So I'm are excited. you? Uh, so are you? And also, we were talking about overhear people. You know, when people talk about you, and you get, and they overhear. Have you? Have you had an incident where you've overheard someone talking about you? Yeah, I have. After a show recently, it was like a preview show. And I was walking out and I happened to be behind some people who'd been there and I thought, oh God, this is going to be awkward because uh, they were sort of talking, they were like, yeah, I think it was more interesting than funny. And I was like, oh. oh so I had to walk past them and I was like, oh, s sorry, sorry. And then did, they you, were like, did you acknowledge that you'd heard them? Well, I had to because I was right next to them and, it was oh. really, and they saw me and they were like, and then they were like, oh no, we were talking about your show last year. And if I'd be like, <laughs> that doesn't oh, make that any matter. better. And I was like, but once I have That's had... a terrible excuse. They could have at least yeah. said we were talking about somebody else. Yeah. We were or about... about a book that they read. Imagine that if they'd have... Or imagine if they'd have followed... No, that was your show last year. This year we didn't find it interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Even. <laughs> but that's what I like about this time of year is you're previewing for Edinburgh. So technically, if people hate your show, it's not like... Normally if they hate your show, you're like, well, I hate you. But if they hate your show now, it's like, don't let's preview. It's yeah. probably going to be... Can I just different. say, Josie, you might have to work on your catchphrases. <laughs> <laughs> Lee Mack on Absolute Radio. Uh, you've just passed me a book, uh, Emily, and you're it's, reading it. It's moment. only my favourite book in the world. And it's called... It's uh, by a very angry American woman, and it's called If You Have to Cry, Go Outside. Ah. And what's it about? It's like a tough love advice book. So she specifically says so things like, you know, chapter seven, being spiritual doesn't necessarily mean being nice. Yeah. She sounds lovely. Yeah, mm. she's great. If you I have see to why cry, you like her. If you have to cry, go outside <laughs> and things your mother never told you. Yeah. So it's oh, good. So it's... she'll say, she also says things like, you know, if someone's put on weight at work and they say, oh, have I put on weight? You go, yeah, you gained a few pounds. That's what you meant to say. To be honest. She sounds like a lovely woman. And have, have you, do you cry? Do you cry at work? Do you go outside? Do you know, weirdly, well, this is why this book appealed to me, I did actually cry at work recently. Did you? This yeah. work? Yes. Oh. You call this job? <laughs> I, I did cry. Did you? Yeah. When? You it wasn't during here. one of my shifts, was it? <laughs> shifts? We're not minors. Um, it was about uh, two weeks ago. I can't remember who, who was here. But, um, yeah, I just had one of those mornings. I wasn't feeling myself, Lee. And I felt a little bit fluey and a bit sorry for myself. And my makeup hadn't gone on very well. There were all sorts of reasons. So I just went, oh, I'm not feeling very well. And Gareth, the worst thing, oh. when you're, he put his arm around me and said, are you all right? Oh, I thought he was going to say slap you and say get a grip. <laughs> <laughs> um. So it is, I'm fine. And then I cried and everyone looked quite shocked. Did they? And then they were so loads. nice to me. I'm doing it again. Was it fake tears? I'm doing it every week. They started off real. And you actually milked it? Yeah. 
You bit. milked it for yeah, a bit of attention. Yeah. The whaling, the whaling was a bit much. Oh, you weren't killing whales again, were you? No, it was. It was like Oedipus Rex in here. Some Greek tragedy. I get like that. I get a bit weepy sometimes. Do you? Yeah. He cry- I, oh, he cries every week. When I worked at Tesco, so I had to go cry. into the freezer to cry once because the boss was nasty <laughs> to me. Did you cry frozen tears? <laughs> Did they freeze halfway down your face? Yeah, it was like I want to know about this story. You were working at Tesco's. Tesco's. What, <laughs> what were you doing at Tesco's? <laughs> Sorry, I'll just so, so Emily knows Tesco's is like Waitrose. <laughs> Only for poor people. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shut up! I do yeah, know. So I was sacking yogurts. You're right. That's not a euphemism. Yeah. <laughs> but it, would, it wouldn't job. be because it doesn't mean anything <laughs> no, sexual. That's right, Garrett. You can't say, hey, "Can I borrow your pencil?" That's not a euphemism. <laughs> well, that Absolutely correct. It isn't a euphemism. That could be a euphemism. So you were stacking yogurts. Was that your only j- task in the day? The yogurt. Yeah, I was in the yogurt uh, section. The really? other section. So why did you cry? He, he realised he wasn't cultured enough. <laughs> oh, come on. I'm here uh, all weekend. I think we should stop now. Okay, that so you're stuck brilliant. in the yogurts. What yeah. happened? Why did um, you cry? And he wasn't very nice to me. Who They're wasn't? horrible, the managers. <laughs> What? Well, well, saying, well, saying I wasn't stacking them fast enough, well I'm enough. I'm not being rude, but I can yeah, believe Gareth, that. Yeah, Gareth, I can believe that totally. Already, yeah. I'm getting angry with you as the manager, <laughs> thinking, look at the state of the stacking of the yoghurts. Why are you being so horrible about it? I bet you did it all flouncy, didn't you? I bet you put them in a design that looked artistic <laughs> but wasn't functional. Oh, um, well, I do my best. Oh, oh say, sorry, the producer just held up the word Richard Ashcroft, which suggests he's the next artist. I thought I was supposed to say, of course, I'll tell you, you can stack a yoghurt. Absolute radio. So what, what's happening today then, Emily? What are you doing yeah, after this? We're going out for lunch. Oh, are you? Where are you going? Yeah. Oh, me as well. Yeah, you're coming. Bit Last pres- time you had to go. presumptuous of you, but okay. Last time we had to go and find a present for your wife. That's right. Oh, she <laughs> oh, had to wow. say the northern accent. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that was a League of Gentlemen yeah. accent, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and do you know what? Now, she really enjoyed Did that. Did you like the present? She loved that drill set. <laughs> <laughs> You'd never been to Fortnum and Masons before. I, I, was, oh. I hadn't. Oh, it was I really like hadn't. taking a Victorian urchin out for the day. It was if fantastic. Any, wasn't if it? anyone's in London, don't go to the museums. Yeah. Go to Fortnum. They let I anyone have to in. say, it was, impre- in? it was like being in a film, uh, you know, like uh, uh, an American film, and now yeah. they deck out the shop. Yeah. Absolute pretentious nonsense. It's but lovely, it, though. But it's great. It smells nice. It smells like a, everything. Yeah, everywhere you, you go, it smells like it smells like, like a boots assistant in every room. You know, a boots assistant really gives off a pungent smell. But Lee, this is what this is the problem with you. We were there. Buy your wife perfume, your wife, mm. and you went off saying, "Oh, let's get a globe." Well, a you globe. went off to buy a who, globe. Who doesn't want a globe? I've always wanted to have a huge globe that, when you lift it up, inside there's martini. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because at the moment, I've got a homemade one. I've cut out. I've basically got one of those big white, um, what they're called, uh, what you put around like, lampshades. You know yeah. the ones that you, you get that, that are like the paper ones. Yeah. And I've stuck countries around, and I've put a <laughs> bottle of gin inside it. And then when people come around, I lean casually on it, and it just slowly concertinas down, and the gin appears like that. So we've got you next week, have we? So I'll I'll try and say it with a bit more positivity. Oh, sorry. You want me back? You like this with your house guests? I suppose you'll be coming around on Friday as well with your, with your pork chops Don't and your it. eggs. Yes, I'll be here next week and I'll be bringing food. I'll be bringing my sure, own food. Sure, stuff will happen drinks. in the week for us to talk about. There'll be bags yeah. happening. There's a lot happening this week. Oh, Lots happening? of things happening. I'm, I'm what, to you? To me. So you I've always got... just stay in that house and eat meat. You don't do anything. Yeah, but I'm going to try a different meat this week. I'm okay. going to try some exotic meats. So I'll, I'll, I'm going to try the biltong. <laughs> because biltong uh, lasts forever. You don't have to have a fridge and we can't afford one. Absolute Radio.